Hey everybody and welcome to The Path. My name is Roselle, helping you shine. It is episode number seven, lucky number seven with my special guest. I have to take a moment to pause here because your last name is so difficult. Miss Aranza Izurategi. Wow, you did fantastic. And she said I have to do the R's with a roll, right? Let me try that again. Izurategi. Perfect. <laughs> the adventurer and the artist. How are you today, Aranza? I'm good and I'm happy to be here. I'm yeah. so excited to have you here. Um, Aranza is probably one of the most colorful uh, personalities I've ever met. And today I want her to share with you uh, her journey, uh, her fearless, at least uh, from my eyes, sometimes seems like a really fearless journey. It probably is not. But um, we're going to go through your story and tell people how you um, created your company called Transform Art, how you came to Canada. We're going we're gonna to dive deep. Is that okay with you? Of course, I was I thinking Spanish. For she's point. talking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So clearly, she's not from uh, Montreal. So let everybody know like where you're from. And um, I, um, I was born in Argentina, in the very south of Argentina, where it's cold, and there are penguins and whales mm. and sheep. And um, then I travel around, and then I end up here. And uh, yeah, by my heritage is Basque. That's why the, the crazy name. Basque. So she speaks Spanish. And uh, today she is an artist. Uh, let us know a little bit about your, your company called uh, Transform Art. Well, it's uh, uh, right now I have a studio in Bourapère Village in West Island. And it's a place where you, I call it, it is a spa for the soul. I like that. You go there, and it's very relaxing. And um, I like normally I'm not a relaxing, relaxed <laughs> person. That's why I need that place. <laughs> uh, so when I get there, it's very calm. Uh, there's uh, essential oils. Um, it's kind of like your yoga uh, classes at the studio, uh, but with art. Mm -hmm. So it's a place to get the critic out and just be you and create. So she does something called a mindful art. And I, I've done a few of your workshops before. I've done these uh, mandala workshops with you. And it's really a way to help people to, I, I kind of call it a type of meditation. Yeah, yes, of course. Right? A type of meditation to quiet your mind and to come to the present moment, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So uh, Aranza is an artist today, but this is where she is today in her, her path, right? Along the path, she's worn many, many different hats. Mm -hmm. So let's, uh, let's talk, talk to people about your uh, traveling spirit. How did you uh, become such a world traveler? Because she really is. <laughs> uh, I think it's because I'm from a very tiny little town <laughs> in the middle of nowhere down there in, in South America. And uh, I always wanted to get out and mm -hmm. see the world. And when I was uh, 15, I was lucky to get a scholarship. And I went to the States for a year. And then I got lucky again. And I went to another country as an exchange student again. And then just got... Where was the, the second country? Uh, Russia. I went to Russia. I went for a year in Moscow. Yeah. And where else have you been? And after that, well, I was studying at the same time when I got back. But then my studies went for a long time because I was... I was kept going away. <laughs> so I went to work for uh, the organization that took me as an exchange student to New Zealand. What was the name of that organization? Youth for Understanding. Youth for Understanding. Yeah. And I'm very curious, um, what is that organization, like what is the mission behind that organization? 
Well, uh, it is started after a war war, uh, too. And there was a woman, and she was a Christian in the States, and she decided because the British, the Americans and the Germans were not liking each other at all, so she decided that, that if you get to know the people in person, like if you humanize mm -hmm. uh, the, the situation, it's not as bad. So she sent students from the States to live with German families, and the Germans sent students from Germany to the States. So when you go to the family, they become your family. So I call them my, my, they're your host, mom and dad, but you call them mom and dad. So they did that and they kept doing it. And that made the, the breach, the, the, the gap that we have in the world to make smaller. Because then when you see a person in a different country and, you and you be, it becomes your family, mm -hmm. you don't see it as, a, as an enemy. You, you wow. Like is this a, a non-profit organization? Yeah, there, there's that, that one, Youth for Understanding, and uh, American Field Service. There are two organizations that uh, are the only ones doing that in, in the world because it's, everything is volunteer. Like, families don't get paid to have the students. So it's really a genuine love to have someone from abroad. Wow. And then do you um, have to pay to go? Well, depends. Yeah, you could pay, um, but you also get scholarships, like people that cannot go or... They merit to, to go. They, they, they get paid by the organization. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And is that something that um, is common in, in Argentina, where you're from? I think it's, uh, no, it's just the same as here or in any other country. Okay, so you say that that is that common over here. And <laughs> so I just found out yesterday um, that Aranza's son, yes. Cheru, right? Mm -hmm. He's outside over there. I hope you don't mind us talking about you, Cheru. But oh, <laughs> he's like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm going to be in trouble. But he's going yes. to follow in the footsteps of his mom, yes. right? And he's going to Turkey yes. for a year. Yes. And yes. how old is he? He's 15. Oh, my gosh. So I'll be missing him for a year. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So you, you say that, um, you know, it's common, but I don't really know a lot of people who, you know, maybe in university go away for a semester or a year but at that younger age um yeah i you know for me well, i'm like my baby i don't know if i well, could do but it you know there's been studies you know yeah. anthropological studies that mm -hmm. between the age of 15 to 18 your brain is malleable enough to accept change mm -hmm. and is still mature enough to accept to take it well. Yeah. If you go beyond that border, you become rigid. Like after 18, nobody's going to tell you what to do. So it's more yeah. difficult to assimilate into a new family. That's why, wow. I, yeah, that's why it's perfect age. So how old were you when you went the first time? The first time was which country? 16. I went to Kansas. To Kansas. <laughs> yes. And did you speak English at the time? Uh, I studied, yeah. I okay. studied for a while. But it was the English that I study had nothing to do with the English that was spoken in Kansas. It's the same as people that study at L'Alliance Francaise and they come to Quebec. To Quebec, yeah. It's like, oh. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And so um, this was you as a student. And what were you studying at the time? I was at the high school. So I went to fin I finished my high school in the States. So. Okay. And then all of your other adventures, your other trips, were you already in university or were yeah, you? Yeah, when I got back, um, I like I had the chance to go again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I said, yeah, okay. I haven't to Russia? Yes, I went to Russia again. I haven't studied, uh, started university yet. So I went there. And when I got back, yeah, I, I went to university. I studied to become a veterinarian. I finished everything. It took me a long time, but I did. 
which has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm doing today. <laughs> I know, a veterinarian. When I heard that story, I was like, what? Like, So I'm just so curious. So you went to Russia, and then you learned Russian. Do you still speak a little bit of Russian mm-hmm. today? Da. Da? <laughs> That's yes, I guess. Wow. And you stay there for how long? A year. Just a, it's I, always a year. Yeah. Well, no, you could go for, for six months, for a year, for mm-hmm. months. Yeah. Amazing. So... You travel all of this time, you become a veterinarian. Explain to us how you ended up here. Well, I always wanted, I, along the trips, I did a lot of trips. I don't want to bore you with all the trips that I did. No, but uh, I, along all these trips, I uh, was one in New Zealand, I met a lot of Canadians. And to me, I really uh, loved their personality and how they were brought up. And I felt like, oh, if I have kids, I always want them to be really? like this nice Kids, uh, the, the, well, kids, the nice, yeah, because I was a kid at the time. Um, and I'm I, curious, what did you, what did you like about the Canadian? They were polite. They were they, they New Zealand too. They're very mm-hmm. laid back. They're they're nice people. They're 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 adventurous. I mean, from my point of view at the time, and it still is, Canadians want to go out and see the world, and they're they're accepting of all cultures, and they they. It's, just what I wanted, just what I wanted for my kids. So when the, the opportunity came, to, I decided to um, come to Canada mm-hmm. and then uh, have my kids here. So that's why, I, basically I can tell, and I tell my children too, or anybody I she meet. She has two children, by the way. Three. Oh, three! That's true, that's true. Yeah, you're forgetting yes. the last no, one. No, we're going to talk Fourth about thing. that. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, uh, the people that live here don't realize that, at least to me, this is the best place in the world and uh, specifically Quebec I love Montreal because you have the flavor of the European the French and you have the English and and to me for my needs it's the most wonderful place on earth like uh, I love it that's why I wanted to come here and that's so um, nice to hear from someone who is so well traveled you know like I mean I've traveled but you've lived in other countries you know so you can really uh, have a an opinion of what it's like to, to, to actually live in another country. And did you not also live in China for a little yes, bit? Yes, I lived for uh, quite a bit. <laughs> I lived for a few years. Um, yeah, and it was nice too. Uh, and you speak Chinese too. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Putong mm-hmm. Huat, Mandarin. Wow, wow, amazing. So we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, the journey of how you went from being a veterinarian, <laughs> to owning uh, an art studio and being a, an artist today. What's that story? Well, it's a, it's a convoluted <laughs> story. Uh, when I came to, I, I was in China when I had to, I, because if I was pregnant with Chiro, with my son, and I had to come here uh, so he could be a Canadian. Otherwise, he would be in China. He wouldn't have a, a citizenship because when you're born in China but you're not Chinese, you have to wait until you're 18 to decide which country you are. Like in, in his case, would have been Argentinian because I'm from Argentina, but not Chinese. So I said, well, I want him to be proud and be Canadian. So that's why I, ha- I have to come here at the time. And, um, and that's how I... Was it easy for you to move here? Um, like paperwork and all that? No, the paperwork was easy because I, I, I requested a residency before. Okay. So it was something that was not spirit of the moment it, it was something that was well thought but uh, coming here I was alone I didn't have any family I still don't have any family except my immediate family 
Uh, all my family, it's uh, my parents, my brothers are there still in Argentina. You came here alone, pregnant? Uh, I came here pregnant. Well, yeah, I was married at the time with uh, Chiru's dad. And he was he stayed in China. And so we, for the few first months, uh, uh, the first year, I was by myself. Um, but then later on, he, he came also. So it was it was not easy because uh, I was pregnant and I didn't How have any friends. How pregnant were you? Eight, mon- eight months pregnant. You moved here yeah. alone, eight months pregnant. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. But many immigrants do that when they come here. I, so I, know. I know. But uh, and but it was it was good to be creative, and this is how how I started the art because when I was uh, going to the breastfeeding clinic uh, and all the activities that you have for new new moms, I met uh, four girls. Uh, and Janik, Stephanie, and uh, Media France. And they were into scrapbooking. <laughs> so we became friends and we did a scrapbooking together and we were always getting together to be with the babies and scrapbooking. And that's how it started to the thing of doing art. But were yeah. you art- you were artistic before? Yes, I mean, yes, but right. I, well, that's a, another story. But uh, yeah, I always love, loved art. Because if you see how she draws, it's so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, but, but where I'm from, the culture is like, or at least my parents, I wanted to be an artist, and they say, no, 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 you better go for something serious. Go for a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer. No, not artist here, because it's, it's not something serious. So that's why I've always left it what up. What do your parents do? My dad is an engineer. Okay. <laughs> and my brother is a doctor, my other brother is an engineer. So I'm the black sheep. So you're the rogue. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, so how I, that's how I started. We started uh, doing art, and then I decided because I needed uh, a job here, I, I started a company, a scrapbooking company, and with that a scrapbooking company, I produced uh, papers. Um, I I started uh, selling that and getting. You into see, she says it so simply, but she actually drew <laughs> all the little stickers and all the little papers and the backgrounds. So, like she's saying it like it's nothing. But you're really downplaying it, Ansa. You're, you're really downplaying it. And did you not uh, like go to fairs? And, and yes, yeah, yeah, I went to because see, it, she's really downplaying. It, it was a it was a wholesale company. I, I knew the people because I, I lived in China and I worked in China in, in different factories and everything and knew all the the commerce, the international e-commerce. I, I started uh, producing in China and selling it. Uh, it was a wholesale, so I went to the fairs and there's a. At, at that moment, is the Craft and Hobby Association. So I went to those fairs. They were twice a year, in California, in Chicago, and those. So it was it was hard with the kids, the small kids. But uh, and was this something that you had experience in before? No, like not really. <laughs> okay. No. So do you see so like I the pattern here? Like she moves by herself. She travels all over the world. She decides mm-hmm. to open up a scrapbook company. Not just like it's a company where she's traveling and going to world trade fairs like she's really downplaying it where do you get this courage this um adventurous spirit to just try things like so many people would be halted at i don't think i can do it or i don't have all of the resources to do it you have this personality where you just go and fly you just try like where does this come from um i don't have a psychologist (laughs) to answer (laughs) that but um, I think it, it, it's, it's so much to see. It's so many things to do. If you stop and, and doubt, it's the time to... Say. Of course, I'm not saying to do crazy things. I mean, like, like I was saying to you earlier, it's calculated risk that you take. Uh, mm-hmm. But if, if we are in fear, if we live in fear, we missed out so much. Mm-hmm. And I've seen um, 
people that uh, that just because it might not uh, happen, it might not they don't do things. And I mean, well, you make mistakes, of course. I make tons of mistakes, tons of mistakes, uh, but I made them. They were mine, so. Uh, I, th I think I don't know really where, where it comes from. We should I should think about that. I mean, I remember when you first started, um, you were going to open up uh, Transform Art, and uh, you're just like, I'm gonna I'm gonna release this place, you know. And for me, it's like when I was going to lease some place, I'm like, I'm going to consult with a lawyer. I'm going to check all these things, and I'm going to look at all the you know documentation. Like, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do it, and I'm like, oh wow, like you, you do things and you don't have any, and you figure it out. Like that's the amazing thing with you. You just, you figure it out. Whereas a lot of people will take so much time to prepare and to plan, but sometimes it's too paralysis. Well, I do prepare a little. And yeah, I know, I, I no, no. So, and I, but I, I have, um, I, I, you're not afraid. I am very connected with mm, inside. So if something doesn't feel right, I don't do it. Mm -hmm. So I do connect with my, my, my little voice. Mm -hmm. And uh, I tend to be with people that are nice people. So the person that I I'm leasing the place from, he's an amazing person. He's like a, a, a mentor. Like I really like him. And, and it was from the beginning. So if I felt it works, it works. Because sometimes you can look at all the lawyers, you can go all the mm -hmm. things. But if the people that you're working with if it's are not, feel right. they will find a loophole to make things difficult for you mm -hmm. but if you find people that are nice and you can mm -hmm. work with them if you have good face in both sides yes yeah. of course you have to do the contracts and all that i'm not yeah. saying to go blind no, no, no. but i think it's the key is to connect with the people mm -hmm. and yeah so talk to us a little bit about some of the maybe difficult times that you've gone through and how because i think that's what the path or what the show is about it's about you know being able to see beyond the situation that you're in right now. And that's what I find very inspiring about you. You you see, it seems like you always have like this vision of where you want to go. And that irregardless of all of the little stones and blocks that are in front of you, you find a way. You're very, you're very resourceful. You, you know, like you're very resourceful. You you find a way to to make your way around and, and you make things happen. And again, I'm saying it so many times, but you seem to have no fear. <laughs> oh, I, I have fear. I have fear. Um, and it's interesting how people see at each other because I look at you and I admire how what a wonderful businesswoman are and mother and all the things that you do. So, and sometimes I wonder, oh, I wish I could be like, like <laughs> you. So it's, it's, it's interesting how we see at other people. I don't see myself like but that. But I think but that whatever it is, I, I've found that I'm always open to, and this is one of the reasons why I like to do this podcast, because I like to invite the people that I'm inspired by. And with this podcast also allows me to listen to people. And if you can just get a little tip or, you know, learn something from each person and be open, then, you know, whether whatever it is that you see in me or whatever it is that I see in you, like I want to, yeah, I want to well, learn from it, that, you know, good. and just keep going. It's good know? to have people in your life that, that, that make you grow. That's, that that's uplift good. you, yeah. right? So that's what... Uh, well, you know what, coming, going back to the exchange, uh, mm. ex ex students, I, I've learned at a young age mm -hmm. that whatever happens to you in life is just an experience. Of and course. you need to learn from it and move on to make it better. So that's what I did in my life, I guess, after... Uh, and and I, I believe that your parents were also very key in, in letting you 
go on that. Well, my mom did not want me to. <laughs> really? <laughs> and my dad was still is uh, saying that was a big mistake from him. Really? <laughs> because he liked it because it was a scholarship and they were very traditional. They are still. Did very anyone traditional. else, any of your brothers no. or sisters, no. do this? No, 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 no. So no. you're really like the. They the accepted rebel. because it was a, an academic. Uh, award experience. it was an experience but after that i went rogue <laughs> and i <laughs> didn't like that part so but uh, like going back to the, the problems that you have in the life and it, yeah, yeah. Uh, so i had many difficulties mm-hmm. in my life many mm-hmm. uh, the big one late the, the one that made me shift and it actually made me decide to come here with to, to start my studio was uh, my divorce i always thought that i was I, when i got married i thought it was going to be for the rest of my life and it was and I had this image, and I think it happens to many people that uh, it was in my 40s uh, that I I said no, that this is not working, and I had to accept. And it was very difficult for me to break with all the things that I've learned uh, since I was a kid, and create a new reality for myself that it was still going to be good and was still was going to make me happy. So that was a big. And uh, you had uh, your children were how uh, old at the time? Mm, six and four. Yeah, they were little. And what was it that gave you the courage to actually make that decision? Well, it was it's an accumulation. You you keep uh, it's it's not just the the partner that didn't work, but mm-hmm. it was just you you change or so you have changes uh, mm-hmm. that make you decide that that's not the situation you want to be in to continue growing. And that is, if you're not good, your children are not going to be mm-hmm. good either. So. I decided uh, it was a point in time that I decided I need to be better for myself first and then for my children because I want my daughter to be an independent woman and be happy. Like my mom is from a very traditional family and she accepted a lot of things that uh, that I would not have. Like my my dad was lucky <laughs> that he was not living in this era because I would not have accepted those things. So yeah, I, I thought, yeah, well. Uh, so I think it's... um. You know, not to say that divorce is the, the best thing, um, but to show as an example to people that your happiness is is important. That you know, like exactly. I think that sometimes people, from what I've seen, because change is hard for everybody. Yes, just change, just any kind. Change a job, right? Change your friends, change your look. I don't know anything, right? Change is hard for people. But we have to have faith that this is a change that will give you the possibility to start again. Yes. Right? Well, at the point at the at the time, you don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's like with any other issues, like a disease or like a change of somebody kicked out of a job, or you cannot do something that you were used to do. It's like anything is. Mm-hmm. You don't see it like, but then you realize it's gonna be light at the end of the tunnel if you keep going, and then oh. And what do you think it's inside you that gives you um, the groundings, like the, the stability? Because sometimes people won't make that change because they're so afraid. Well, uh, like what helped uh, you? The, well, I do believe in God. I, I, I'm a Christian, so I have that. Sometimes I, I, I question, but uh, I, I believe that if you don't do anything, it's just going to get worse. Like... Uh, if the situation, if you don't take care of the situation, the situation will take care of you, and eventually it's not gonna. There's a, <laughs> there's a quote. I'm so bad I don't remember it, but from the, 
Okay, I'm going to sound really funny. From Kung Fu Panda. Right? Oh, that's good. It's From good. Kung Fu that's Panda. Very good. Because I have kids, right? Very good advice. From Kung Fu Panda, there's this quote, and I don't remember it exactly, but it's something like, if you want to make a change in your life, like you're going to have to change. Right? Yes. If you want to change something... Yes. If there's something about you that you're not happy with right now, like I sound so silly, from Kung Fu Panda, but he's very, Master Sifu is very, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was a very good movie. Yeah. But if you want to change something about yourself, you have to take that step to, to change it, right? Yeah. yeah. So today you're, um, you're remarried, right? Yes, yes. And you have a new little girl. What's uh, yeah, her name? I forgot about her. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> what I'm an so auntie you are. What kind of auntie no, are you? No, I know. <laughs> I won't tell her. Into your baby shower, too. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> so terrible. She's two. She's two. And what's her name again? Isa. Isa. So Isa. The name of my kids are all Basque names. And they Say are them all. The Cheru, which means heaven. It has to do with air. Lara, which is prairie. It has to do with earth. And Aisa, it has to do with water. It's uh, a look All the from. elements. Uh, yeah, I'm missing another one, but maybe my grandchildren will, will complete this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm done here. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I was uh, aiming for all the, the... All the elements. Yep. And you're happily remarried yeah, now, yeah. and you've restarted. So this is an amazing story. So what, what what's next now? Like, there are some things that, you know... Aside from the personal things, like we've gone through the pandemic, right? Um, what is next on your plate now for the next uh, coming? Uh, what do you see along your path right now? Well, I have. I'm a big dreamer, so a, a lot of my big dreams I keep them because I am. Um, it's like the, you know that little. Seed <laughs> well, that what you can you share? What can you share? But uh, I am with the studio. I'm very excited about all the the programs I'm I'm doing. I was doing before the pandemic. I was doing only adults. But I started with teenagers because I've seen them, my teenagers at home. So I really need them to come out and, and work with the art. But in a way that is not stressful because I don't know if you've seen some kids. Uh, um, don't, don't tell my daughter I said this, but she's a very perfectionist person. Oh, yes. Yeah. So she's, she's always trying to get it right. So I'm trying to get rid of, of that perfectionism and just enjoy things mm -hmm. in life. Not just art that I teach, but yeah. just... So my aim was to... To my, my goal is to instill this uh, adventure and, and this uh, thirst for life and don't be afraid because I think that the challenge that we have as a community now is to not be afraid mm -hmm. so much. I mean, it's good to be cautious, but not yeah. afraid. Afraid is not a good... And I think that the uh, idea of like imperfections are okay is really important. Like my youngest son, he would draw something and then not be happy with it and then crumple it up and throw it out or he's writing and he erases like every three seconds he just erases like, it's like his letter is not exactly the way but then it takes him forever to finish but if you think about this yeah. and, and and this is what i believe is mm. art is a great metaphor for life yes so you have to accept what you've done you look at it and say okay this one was kind oh, of make ugly. it a flower <laughs> paint yeah. over it right but you have not don't be afraid just keep on going it's uh i love that and today um aranza works with psychologists right she works with um, people who are really trying to help with mental health right so you have a lot of uh, you have a lot of projects on your plate. I'm so excited that you came here today. I want you guys to check out uh, Aranza's. You have a website. Yes, tell them what it's it is. www.transformart. Yeah. I think it's the thing in the middle. 
art.com. And her studio is in the Beau Repair Village in uh, Beaconsfield. So check her out. Um, thank no, you. Just, just come to say hi. You don't have to come to just <laughs> come say hi. I'd I love to, to, to chat. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming, Aransa. Thank you, Rosa. One of the most colorful people, most interesting people that I know. Thank you for watching The Path, and we'll see you again next time. Bye.